The coal industry's recent downturn is casting ripples throughout the economy in the West. And it's not just miners who are struggling. From a hotel in Gillette, Wyoming Public Radio's Stephanie Joyce explores the fallout from the collapsing mineral economy. Uh, what time are you checking out for? Uh, let's go. It's close to midnight, but at the front desk of the Oak Tree Inn, Chris Lohman is still checking people in and out. They're like family to me, you know, and, and, and I am to them. The Oak Tree Inn is not your typical hotel. It has private rooms and key cards and fresh towels. But most of the people who stay here work for BNSF, one of the nation's largest railroads. In fact, until recently, those were the only people who could stay at the hotel. It was entirely under contract to BNSF. Because of that, the hotel has some unusual features. Administrative assistant Tammy Burke takes me on a tour, starting with the enormous communal kitchen where the railroaders cook. We don't do their dishes, they have to do their own. <laughs> Through another set of doors, there's a locker room and a gym, both just for the railroaders. There are a few people in the gym and another handful in the TV room. But Burke says compared to a year ago, the place is basically deserted. The trickle-down effect has affected us big time. The railroads are hugely dependent on coal. In 2015, shipping it generated almost 20% of railroad revenues. But last year, coal collapsed, and in the first quarter of 2016, coal shipments were down 33%. Thousands of railroad workers have been furloughed or laid off in states like Wyoming and Colorado. Shelley Lively is one of the lucky ones still working. She runs trains from Edgemont, South Dakota, to the coal mines in Gillette and back, and stays at the oak tree on her rest breaks. She says communities rely on the railroad to stay alive. Edgemont's nothing. It's got three bars and a post office. It's going to be a ghost town. Lively says at this point, anyone who hasn't been working for the railroad for more than a decade simply isn't working, unless they're willing to relocate to California or Texas. She points to the hundreds of idle locomotives parked on the tracks outside of Gillette. You'll see miles and miles and miles of engines. Miles of engines. Coal shipments have rebounded slightly in recent weeks, but Lively says it's going to take a lot more to get back to where things were. And she's worried about what will happen to railroad communities if it doesn't. It's affecting everybody, because we're not spending any money. When railroaders don't spend money and the coal guys don't spend money, the economy doesn't move. At the Oak Tree, it means less work for employees. Both housekeeping and the maintenance staff have had their hours cut significantly. Mike Mitchell is a former oil field worker. Now he does maintenance at the hotel. And he says it's a struggle to survive on reduced hours. Pretty much every month I have to sell something to make it make ends meet. Mitchell's daughter is heading into her senior year of high school, and he doesn't want to uproot his family. I'd like her to finish here because she's been here for three years, but if we can't afford to stay, you got to go where there's work. And... and full-time work. And Mitchell isn't the only one starting to think about opportunities elsewhere. Wyoming has already lost nearly 3,000 service sector jobs in the last year. The tidal wave is just starting. Like many other people in energy towns, Mitchell isn't from Gillette, but moved there for the job opportunities. Without those, he sees little reason to stick around. He started looking at jobs in Denver, where he grew up. For Inside Energy, I'm Stephanie Joyce.
For more Inside Energy stories and to see photos of the miles of train engines lined up on the tracks outside Gillette, visit our website, insideenergy.org.